breathing in air the fake ain't phony they're just seeing impaired because you believe what you see or believe what ain't there the real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair because greedy people seem welcome to the voices in my head the intro and outro music is west and coast by the high council you can check them out on soundcloud welcome back back with another shooting that i'm going to talk through now this one's very early we don't have all the details And a lot of the information that's out there is more conjecture than fact because the investigation's still going on. So I am going to be talking about the Kansas City shooting of the young black teenager. I am on CBSNews.com. This article is dated April 17th, 2023. The headline is Kansas City Police Probe Shooting a Black Teen Who Went to Wrong House to Pick Up His Younger Brothers. The article starts off with, the investigation into the shooting by homeowner of Ralph Yarl, a black teenager who went to the wrong house to pick up his younger brothers, includes questions about whether race played a role, authorities in Kansas City said. And we've learned that the man that shot him is white. He's 80 years old. So we don't know if it could be race. It could be mental capacity. It could be dementia, Alzheimer's. It could be any number of factors at 80 years. Police are quickly preparing evidence for prosecution in Thursday's shooting, Chief Stacy Graves said Sunday at a news conference at police headquarters. Quote, I want everyone to know that I am listening, Graves said, and I understand the concern we are receiving from the community. The Kansas City Star reported that the 16-year-old victim, identified online by family members as Jarl, was hospitalized Thursday night after he was shot while trying to pick up his younger twin brothers from a friend's house. Police said he went to the wrong house and he was shot. Now, as far as he was shot at the home, we know that is facts because the police actually investigated that. Why he was at the the house, I'm going to assume that what is being said is true. We may find out later that it's not, or there's more to the story than what's being said. But let's just... For the sake of this podcast, we're going to assume that that is correct. Back to the article. Officials would not confirm the number of times the homeowner shot the victim or where his injuries were. Police initially said Yarl was stable but had a life-threatening injury. His current condition has not been released other than that he is stable. Now, from other articles and what I've seen on this is that he knocked on the door. The 80-year-old man opened the door and then shot him. And then when he was on the ground, he shot him again. Now, once again, all that is conjecture as far as right now. That may be turned out to be true, may not to be, it turned out not to be true. Back to the article, police have not identified the shooter or his race, though civil rights attorney Ben Crump told the star that the shooter appears to be white. Information that officials have now does not point to the shooting being racially motivated. But Gray said the aspect also remains under investigation. Yes, clearly, if everything so, what we're assuming it turns out to be true, a young black man pulls in the driveway thinking he's at the home to pick up his brothers, walks up to the door, the door, rings the doorbell like any normal human being would do, and then immediately gets shot by a white man. Yes, I think we have to. But at the same time, it was an 80-year-old man. Now, if it was a 30 or 40-year-old man, yeah, I'm thinking more racial. But at 80 years old, I would be questioning cognitive ability. Is this, does this man have Alzheimer's? Does this man have dementia? Does this man have other medical conditions 
that caused the problem rather than just race. And if it was a white kid, he could have shot him too. Back to the article. Investigators also will consider whether or not the suspect was protected by, quote, stay in your ground law, Graves said. Now, th- th- this is, I think, why they're being so cautious. And, and rightly so, the family's like, why isn't this guy charged? They want to see arrest immediately. My take is I'd rather see arrest a week down the road with an airtight case than arresting too soon. And then either the case gets kicked, the DA's like, we can't prosecute, or the DA brings it and he's found not guilty because the police don't have enough evidence. Now, this 80-year-old man is innocent until proven guilty. And, and I've said over and over again, as I review these gun cases, I love my guns. I, I think guns should be used to protect your home. At the same time, they need to be used properly. And that's why people need to go through training so you can think through these situations prior to them actually happening. Someone at ringing your doorbell is not staying your ground. Now, we don't know what happened after that door opened. The guy may have a ring doorbell camera and you may hear a conversation that would change the whole situation. Don't know. Don't even know if there is a ring doorbell camera. We don't know what the man is saying about the conversation or what happened and why he felt justified or threatened enough to pull his gun and shoot a a teenager standing on his front porch. So that that's why they're they're taking their time because they want to make sure they have all their ducks in the row because you saw what happened with the George Zimmerman case and the Trayvon Martin. George Zimmerman walked free because of staying your ground. And we saw with that whole news media, they lied about what really was happening. They portrayed Trayvon Martin as his innocent kid. They were showing pictures of him when he was 13 years old. He was 16 at the time and well over six feet tall. He was a huge kid. And they were showing him as a little kid, a younger teenager, 13, rather than the 16 at the time of, of the shooting. I'm assuming, I mean, this kid, everything from what I read about this kid, he was a good kid. Played, He was a, a band geek. He played music. He was part of the science and technology. He was, sounds like he was, he was a kid that had his act together and his parents were raising him right to focus on academics, focus on getting into college, getting a good career, a STEM career, and make something of yourself. So I'm not seeing him as a gangbanger, but at the same time, they portrayed Trayvon Martin the same way, and we found out later he was a gangbanger. Not saying that this young kid is, I'm just saying we don't know, and usually with these articles, the story changes over time. So back to the article, Yarl was meant to pick up his brothers from a friend's house on 115th Terrace. He ended up ringing the doorbell at a home on 115th Street. Faith Spoonmore, the teen's aunt, wrote online. Now, if that is true, I mean, then this is just painting a picture of this was just a good kid. He's, he's picking up his brothers. I mean, that's what brothers are supposed to do. The, the teenagers that are driving, usually families, it's like, okay, you're going to drive the car. You're going to help, you know, chauffeur around the younger kids, your younger siblings. You're responsible for driving them to school. That's part of the privilege of driving the car in the family. And, the, and if they can easily prove that his two brothers were at 115th Terrace, and I'm assuming 115th Street was probably just one or two blocks over, th- this corroborates the story of he just was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Back to the article, the man opened the door, saw Yarl, and shot him in the head. When Yarl fell to the ground, the man shot him again. Yarl got up and ran from the property, but he had to ask at three different homes before someone helped him, Spoonmore wrote. Now, once again, this is all conjecture. We don't know how many times he was shot. Now, obviously, 
the police report, the surgeons know how many times he was shot. And I think if we see that there is truth in this type, in the, in the early statements, then I think that adds credibility to everything else the family's saying. Now, if we find out that the family lies or is like exaggerating the situation that the teen, his teen brothers were not at 115th Terrace at that time, or that he was only shot one time, then their portray of him as this great little kid to me now comes into question. Now, if we find out later that his teen brothers were at 115th Terrace and he does have two bullet wounds, And the trajectory of those two bullet wounds is one basically standing straight up and one is on the ground. Yes, then I'm going to start buying all these other things they're saying about this young man. And once again, this is all my opinion and how I read these type of stories. And I'm not justifying the 80-year-old man. I don't want anybody to think, because I've said this over and over again, I love my guns. I think everybody should have guns. At the same time, everybody should go through training. And if you use your guns inappropriately, you go to jail, that you get a fair trial, you're innocent until proven guilty, and if a jury or a judge finds you guilty, you spend time in jail. And I've done multiple articles of people using guns inappropriately, or at least I think inappropriately, and I'm like, charge these guys. They need to spend time in jail or at least be, have a conviction on their, their record. Back to the article, Kansas City police officers said they responded around 10 p.m. So it was late. That That is a factor. Someone's knocking at your door at 10 p.m. I can see an 80-year-old man being a little bit worried or a little bit more concerned, but not to the level of shooting anybody, at least not just from those actions. Like I said, I have a feeling there may be more to this story. And if there's not, this guy needs to be charged. If there is, let's hear the rest of the story, as Par Harvey would say. All right, back to the article. Graves said Sunday that The homeowner was taken into custody Thursday and placed on a 24-hour hold. While searching the scene for evidence, detectives found the firearm used. Law enforcement released the suspect pending further investigation after consulting with the Clay County Prosecutor's Office. Now, I've said this over and over again. If he was arrested, hopefully he kept his mouth shut and he didn't talk. Because now, if he talks, everything he's going to say is going to be used against him. Hopefully, the moment they slapped the cuffs on him, he kept his mouth shut and lawyered up. Because that then allowed the lawyer to do all the explaining of why he felt threatened, why he felt his life was threatened, and why staying your ground is justified. And I think that's all part of the investigation is what did he say? Did he talk? Did he not talk? And at the same time, I'm not sure. I'm going to skip over to another article because it's it's pretty much the more of the politics on this and it actually gets into the Trayvon Martin case. So I'm going to skip over to the Kansas City Star. It's actually KansasCity.com. This article is dated April 17, 2023. The headline is, KC Police Chief says investigation of teen shooting is moving as quickly as possible. And I'm going to skip, everything in here is about the same, but I'm going to skip to something they have that is key and why they're not, why they have not charged this guy yet. In the middle of this article, it says Graves, who is the chief of police, said law enforcement needs a formal victim statement forensic evidence, and other information for a case to be completed. Because of the teen's injuries, Graves said police haven't been able to get a victim statement yet. So they have not been able to talk to the young boy and get his side of the story. Now, if the 80-year-old man lawyered up, they don't have his side of the story. So now they need this young man's side of the story. And that was one of the things I said, the reason that 
George Zimmerman got off of killing Trayvon Martin is because Trayvon Martin was dead. There, I mean, there. I always joke there was a long health legal tradition that dead men tell no tales. And with Trayvon Martin dead, there was no Trayvon Martin side of the story. There was only George Zimmerman's side of the story. And the one witness that did appear during part of the encounter and that testified that Tray- Trayvon Martin was on top of George Zimmerman, pounding on, on him MMA style. So that's the only stories we have. This one, the young man's going to hopefully pull through. They said he's out of stable condition. Hopefully he he can does not have brain damage or has recollection of the event and can actually provide his side of the story to say, here's what happened from my perspective, and that's what they need. They need the forensic evidence because they need how many bullet holes and the trajectory of those two bullet holes. If both of them were from a standing position of the young man standing, that tells one story. If one is standing and the other one is the person standing over top of him, that's a totally different story. And then that 80-year-old man is going to be in deep dog doo-doo if you shoot somebody while they're down on the ground. Now, shooting while they're standing up, that's clearly staying your ground. But shooting them when they're on laying on the ground, that's very problematic. And a DA is going to have a problem with that. And at the same time, I'm sure they're probably going around checking the Different neighborhoods, does anybody have a ring doorbell camera? Did any of this get caught on camera? And what can we tell from this? So, And that's the investigation that takes a little bit of, a little bit of time. Once again, the, this 80-year-old man is innocent until proven guilty. At the same time, if he did not use his guns appropriately, and, right, and as far as what we are seeing right now, I am not seeing a stand-your-ground case. Now, I'm not an attorney. I'm just someone that loves guns, and it's like, I would never do this. I mean, in my state, I am allowed to shoot through my door if someone's trying to break in. Now, when the police show up, they better see footprints on the outside of my door. And it it better not be Jehovah Witnesses with their little magazines in hand that I shot because then I'm going to jail because no one's going to believe that that two Jehovah Witnesses or Mormons that knocked on my door were trying to kick in my door. That that's going to be problematic. At, At the same time, one thing I always do with my homes is every time I buy a home, I always have a storm door put in. And I do that for safety reasons. And when I put it in, because during the spring and the summer, my dogs or cats like to look out the front door and then they can see birds and squirrels and, and anything else going on outside and they can lay in front of the door. So I do it for them. The other reason I do that is that if someone comes to my door and I open the door, there's still a door between us. It is a glass door. Now, obviously they can easily break that. At the same time, I can easily close my door before they can try to get to me. It makes it harder for them to get through to to me. Most people I've noticed do not do that. They just open their door and it's wide open space. I spend a few hundred dollars whenever I buy a brand new house just for that, for the safety. And there's times, you know, not often, but every now and then someone comes to my door and I'm, I'm a little concerned. And the first thing I'm looking at is is that screw is that storm door locked and normally I keep it locked. So hopefully we're going to get all the facts and we'll see if the your initial story changes. Is this kid really this good clean kid that the family's portraying? I really hope he is. I don't want to see him as a gangbanger. At the same time, I don't think it's race and at the same time it could just be a tragic situation of a good kid being at the wrong place at the wrong time.
I am sure we're going to get more details as this story develops, as in it, as the investigation continues. And I, and if anything materially changes, I will definitely bring this out, either about the 80-year-old man, about the kid, or more of the facts, especially if it differs from than what the family was saying. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Pocket is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stopping the sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting the line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.